0: Welcome in Braves Today, bravestoday.com. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. PlainsCoffee.com is where you need to go. Use promo code BRAVES. Get your 10% off of ben, your pumpkin spice. Yes. Do they
1: have tea there? You sound like you need tea. I do sound
0: like I need tea. I don't know what all of a sudden happened. I lost my voice last Thursday, and it's slowly coming back. So mm. uh, you got me. I feel fine. Everything's great. Uh, the only thing is is this. And yes, I've been living <laughs> off of tea And Plains Coffee. Plains Coffee. However, maybe I need to talk to the distributor a little bit, (laughs) see if we can get some medication put in there and see if we can get that uh, fixed. Speaking of fixing, uh, you have an article up, and we talked about Strider possibly adding a pitch. We've done that in a previous pod. Mm -hmm. I think we've come to realize that that pitch may now be a curveball. We were talking about what kind of curve it may be, very limited sample size. He really kind of debuted it in a live, I guess, batting practice where starters got to face live hitting, no nets, no nothing. You had mm-hmm. catchers, you had infielders out there, um, live game situations where it was almost like a, you know, a, a, a imitated game because even Ronald got up there one time and walked and then just went to the dugout and actually go to first. So, uh, But we saw it there, but we didn't see a lot of it. But what do you think of this new – quote-unquote, pitch that Strider may or may not be bringing out whenever we hit the regular season.
1: Yeah, so he's he's kind of said that he plans to keep it, right? Mm -hmm. And using it in spring training, I saw somebody ask, like, why would you throw this now? And it's, (laughs) you use it in spring training because, one, yes, you've worked on it all offseason, but you've worked on it in the pitching lab. You've worked on it in in a bullpen. You need to see how hitters respond to it, and then you need to practice sequencing it and how you use it. There's a little... There's a little disagreement on what it actually is it (laughs) looks like a curveball we're all saying curveball he said something the other day about it's more of a slider where you've manipulated the shape a bit uh he threw three of them on saturday they were all two lefties so this is a very very small sample size mind you uh it is more horizontal than vertical it's like 14 uh like 14 inches of horizontal movement nine inches of drop And it's about 80 miles an hour. And that compares to his traditional slider, the gyro slider, which is mostly vertical break, a little bit of horizontal movement. And it's coming in ideally 85, 86 miles an hour. And so uh, it looks like this is going to be a weapon he can use against lefties that gives him something that looks like the fastball halfway to the plate. And then this just drops off the plate significantly more than the slider currently does. Um, Really small sample size, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he, his indication that he gave and was in essence, this is something that he had to do because the changeup wasn't ever going to get that much better. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he likes it. He said, and I have the quote in the article, it said, I think every time it was effective and it's a pitch that similar to the changeup is an effective pitch. Anytime I throw it, regardless of what the outcome is, because my strengths are my fastball and my slider. Everything I'm doing is trying to help those pitches. Mm -hmm. And so that's how today was very educational, starting to see the sequencing and the feedback from hitters in a competitive environment. So this is nothing but a good thing. Strider threw the fastball slider combo 93% of the time last year, which for a starting pitcher in MLB, that was a high for the top two pitches in an arsenal. Uh, Now, really good. They were the first and third best strikeout pitches in baseball last year. Like they're really good pitches, but you need another option. And the changeup, like he said, like I've said, wasn't going to get any better. So this curveball is it. I like this. I still don't necessarily know how, like, what you're, what you should do against a right-handed hitter because he's throwing this against lefties. I don't know if the solution here is add a sinker or a two-seamer or something. But I do think there's still more room to add stuff for Spencer Strider. But this is a great start because it looks to be a better pitch for swing and miss than that changeup did.
0: He seems to be comfortable throwing it, too, yeah. with the limited time that he's used it. I still say his best out pitch, as John Smoltz has said as well, when it's 0-2, is to go and above around 98. People just can't catch up to it, and can't touch it. So uh, that Clearly is in his arsenal and clearly is able to be used whenever he needs it. So, yep. um, yeah, this is, as you said, ninety two percent is a lot as far yeah. as using those two pitches.
1: And I rounded; it's actually like ninety three. I just rounded it because yeah, yeah.
0: So if he could get that down into the eighties and just add this one, up, man, I think yes, this pitch will just set up his two killers. Let's just call it that uh, because he seems to he seems to still be comfortable with high heat and throwing that. When when he can throw that, you know, there were a couple of times last year on that slider, he couldn't get it across the plate. So uh, that's fine if they're chasing it, but when players wisen up the third time in the lineup, they're not chasing mm-hmm. it, and you got to put the fastball belt high over the center of the plate. Guys center usually high, get yeah. pretty good the third time around by seeing that.
1: There was a couple outings last year where he gave up multiple home runs in the same game, and a lot of those came off the fastball, and a lot Mm. of those came in that situation where for some reason he either wasn't able to land the slider like he wanted or he wasn't getting the calls with it. It is sometimes not his fault. And so he was having to use the fastball more, having to bring the fastball into the zone more. And then, I mean, at a certain point, even a fastball down the middle is hittable. Right, Mm -hmm. like it is easier to hit. It is harder to hit a fastball at ninety-eight down the middle than it is ninety on the corner. But even ninety-eight down the middle is hittable at time from time to time. And I'm thinking back to the playoff start against Philly, where it was very obvious the game plan for Philadelphia was we're gonna sit on the slider, and we're just gonna foul off the fastballs. Like we we can't. You can't hit both. Strider's been very insistent. You can't hit both of them. Right. Right. You can't sit both. You gotta pick one or the other. But their plan was, we're we're not trying to hit the fastball. We're just going to foul it off, and we're going to sit slider so we can launch it. You saw him respond. He started cranking the fastball up to 99 or 100, Mm -hmm. but it just wasn't quite enough. And so being able to have them sit slider and then swing over a curveball, I think is a fantastic addition to the arsenal. And then again, thinking about Philly, they have some threatening lefties like a Bryce Harper, guys like that. This is just going to help you. Uh, honestly, this is really a move, I think. Yes, regular season's great, but this is a move for October.
0: Oh, I definitely think it's a... I, and it not, I just was... I, I even was going to expand on that and say, I think this is for the future of his career. This is not even an October thing, as much as it is probably two years down the road, have something to when he starts losing... Instead of him throwing 199, he starts throwing 94, 95. Mm-hmm. He's going to need something else that he can add to his repertoire. So he might as well start now.
1: And, and I have this in the article, but Anthopolis made a great comment to the media that was there about, like, Max Freed is this same kind of pitcher. Like, when 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 Anthopolis got to Atlanta, Max Freed was mostly just fastball, curveball. And then he added the slider. And then he added the two-seamer. And so, like, this is just that iteration of that where Max Freed now throws five different pitches, and they're all good yep. pitches. Same thing with Strider. He's just slowly adding stuff. As he experiences what works and what doesn't, and like you said, can adjust a little bit for as his stuff starts to tick down a little bit as he gets later in his career, because that happens to everybody. Mm -hmm. Here's how he can adjust by having more options and becoming more of a traditionally well-rounded pitcher, because he hasn't had to be that yet.
0: You guys go check out PlainsCoffee.com. Get 10% off by entering the promo code BRAVES. You can get straight to your doorstep these freshly roasted beans that they don't even roast until you make your order and then ship them directly to you. Shows up on your doorstep with pecan pie, turtle, cinnamon, hazelnut, cinnamon, chocolate hazelnut, or just get regular coffee. And they also had their teas as well. So mm-hmm. head on over to PlainsCoffee.com. Again, enter that promo code BRAVES and get your 10% off. You mentioned Freed. There mm-hmm. was a lineup thrown out there for the Freed start against the Orioles. They were doing that as we recorded today. And uh, when this releases, this game will be over. But uh, back to Acuna, back at leadoff. Then it's Albies, Riley, Olson, Then Ozuna. Here's the interesting one. Harris, the second in there at the sixth spot. Darno, Kelnick, and Arcia rounding out the bottom part of the lineup. Lindsay, is this the sort of lineup that we plan on seeing opening day where Harris gets moved from that nine spot up to the sixth spot?
1: It's entirely possible that it is. This is, this is really interesting to me. And I think, okay, just let me clarify up front. I think this is a coincidence. I don't think this is what Atlanta was trying to do when they made this thing. But if you pull in Michael Harris's major league career, every single game he's played and every single lineup spot, his best results of any spot are the sixth spot in the order. He's batting 375, 392 with a 6'11 slugging from the sixth hole. Now, the caveat here is it's like 19 games and 74 plate appearances. Right. But it's just really interesting to me that the coincidence of he happened to have the best results of any spot in the order, the place that we put him the first time we have the Uh, all major leaguers, all starters in the lineup. And so I don't know how I feel about this, right? We wrote this. I think we and I talked about this on the pod one day. We did. Uh, The difference in batting like second and ninth, it's like a hundred plate appearances over the course of a season. And so if you're moving him out of the nine hole where he said he wants to be, Mm -hmm. it makes sense. You get him up into that two hole. He can use his speed. He can use the power. He gets all those extra plate appearances. Moving him from ninth to sixth. Isn't actually that much more as far as plate appearances over the course of a season? It comes out, uh, from what I remember from the research, it comes out to somewhere between 40, like, you know, 40, 35, 45, depending on how the offense does. And so, is it worth taking him out of his comfort zone for an additional 35 or 45 at bats? Probably, but it's just. It's like if it's me, if you're gonna take him out, take him all the way up to second. But I understand the value of have Ozzy Albies there. He's used to batting there too. Yep. And uh that don't put too much on Michael Harris right now, but I'm curious to see what they keep doing during during spring training.
0: Yeah, and because you and I talked about it. Now we'll jump back and forth between that and this. One of the other topics was Harris's hot start. Of course, they began the they began spring training. The very first pitch he sees, he hits 455 over the right center field wall. First pitch of
1: the entire spring training slate for Atlanta because he's leading off in the first game against Tampa Bay, yeah.
0: And so then everybody freaks out, and they're like, oh, Oh, he should be leadoff now. He Put Ronald in there at at cleanup. And it's like, no, no, no. They, You know, they just were – this is spring training. That's what they do. That's like we're not going to see Strider throw 50 curveballs during a a game during the season. That's just not going to happen. So – um, but they, you know, they mixed it up a little bit, but he did. I mean, we we have been touting how we think that Harris II can have a possible MVP caliber season. I it's called like him for
1: he, 25-25 on this pod.
0: Yes. And he shows up and rings the bell on the very first pitch. And you go, this is what we've been talking about. We've been trying to tell everybody. It's happening. And then he follows it up with a double a little bit later on as well. And so he had a great opening game. And so is this a sign of things to come of what we can expect to see out of Michael Harris the second for this year?
1: It feels like he's at that point now where he's had a normal offseason. He is fully healthy. I'll remind folks that last year, especially early, everybody's like, well, he started off bad. He was hurt. He was yep. on the injured list with a back injury. When he came back, he had, he tweaked his knee and wore one of those big bulky knee braces for like two weeks or something. So he's fully healthy. He's in that all important like third year now, where he's had plenty of time, plenty of uh, of at bats, plenty of plate appearances. I think he's sitting. He's sitting. uh, What is he sitting on? Like nine hundred nineteen plate appearances. So like a full season and a half sample in the majors, Uh, and so it feels like if you're gonna break out and go to another level of performance, this is around the time you want to do that. Because we always talk about guys in that second season. You know, the back half of that second season where they really take off. And look at like Austin Riley and guys like that. Yeah. If you look at from a plate appearance or at-bat perspective, this is a season and a half because a standard season is around 600 plate appearances. So mm-hmm. this is getting right there into that back half of that second full season. Feels like he's primed to explode. And I do think you see when you see, this is kind of a little off topic, but when you see fantasy baseball uh, draft results, yeah. He's going really, really high. And I think it's because people are buying into the idea that this is the Michael Harris the second breakout year.
0: And if he can take care of his body and stay healthy, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not there are things that he can do that we haven't seen yet because of his leg injury, his knee injury. He had the hammy issue before. He's had yeah. the back issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and so everybody always talked last year about Acuna on the base pass. People forget Harris second can steal bases too when he's healthy and he he feels comfortable on the base pass and that explosion is there, he actually is a guy that we can count on to steal bases as well.
1: He is 40 of 46 in his career in the majors. It's like he, whenever he steals, he's almost always successful. Now, some of that is picking and choosing your spots and things like right. that. Uh, even in the minors, he was like 47 of 56, I think. Yeah, 47 of 56. And so he's a really successful base runner. And I think... That's another thing that comes with that experience is when can I go? When do I have an opportunity to to get one on this catcher, get one on this pitcher? And if you think about him dealing with these fluky injuries, he hit his back when he was making a catch, that was the back injury and stuff. Yep. Once you get past all of that stuff, you're better able to sit there and study the film you have to study on a pitcher and a catcher to know when you can steal. So I like the ability of him to increase from a... You know, he's stolen 20 bags the last two years. I think 25 or 30 is entirely reasonable if he decides he wants to run more. As long as he's healthy, has the opportunity to do the research, do the studying, I think he can do it.
0: Many apologies to Drake Ball when we didn't get to you today, man. I'm so sorry Sorry, we will do that sometime soon. Uh, it's been brought to you by plainscoffee.com. Promo code Braves. Get your 10% off today. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. You can find all of Lindsey's written work at bravestoday.com. Lindsey, is always, a greatly appreciate it, man.
1: Thanks, buddy.